guys, welcome back to another episode of Where the Magic Happens. My name is Michelle, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about post-grad funk because I'm still in that funk and learning, but um, I wanted to do like an improv type episode, like improv style, where someone would give a suggestion and um, I would like kind of just go off on a tangent for an entire episode and see what, what would come up. So I did something similar to that and I just wrote out some topics I wanted to cover and then just chose one as a suggestion that brought me to really expand it with a few points that I can like go off on my own tangents with. So yeah, we're going to start off with that. So I initially started this podcast while... Um, I've been in this post-grad funk, um, when it really hit me, it was, like, when I was actually, like, unemployed and chose to leave a miserable, a miserable job because I just wanted to move forward in my life, even though at the moment, everything that I've been working on and growing with, with myself and where I want to be feels as though I'm still in that place or still in that post-grad funk. So, like, where I am at the moment, I'm really proud with how far I've come, and I've definitely seen difference within myself um, and where I want to go next, and really embracing uncertainty, which I'm going to go in a bit later. Um, But, you know, a lot of my friends have been coming forward and, like, sharing how they've been experiencing this post-grad funk just in different ways, and um, I've been having, like, one-on-one talks with them, and I'm having even more this week with, um, a few others, and it actually really made me, um, feel like, oh, okay, like, I know I was, I was, I knew, and I know I'm not the only one in this place right now, but I think that because more people were sharing where they were coming from, these individuals were people I didn't really see to feel as though they were in this type of funk because they were working in the field that they studied and wanted to pursue like the a lot of them were doing internships and jobs and I felt like I felt like they were on the right path to get further into where they want to be in the future because they're actively working in these environments that are setting them that are setting them up for the future so obviously this wouldn't be like their destination. I don't believe that ever is going to be a place of destination. I think we all are here to evolve and keep on growing and improving and wanting to create and um, reach for something more every single day. But I think that I was just like in this mentality that obviously this isn't going to be the end destination for them, but this is like their beginning, but they're moving like closer and closer to that ideal of that stability and security of having that place that's I guess expected in our late 20s or 30s and you know I that's why I didn't really see them in a kind of funk like of course we all go through struggles we're all going through shit um and I'm not invalidating invalidating anything that they or you guys might be going through but I just felt as though that they were in the right in the right direction. So, um, so considering all of these different experiences my friends and other people have been sharing with me about their different versions of postgrad funk, either it being exact or similar to mine or just different in 
in a different place where they are in. Um, I just found it to be very um, insightful because I love being able to see through different perspectives. And of course, I've considered their perspectives too, but I just didn't take into account that they necessarily felt as though they were stuck or lost themselves because like I have I been have a, like I've been um sharing with you guys so far I felt as though it just aligned with their um path moving forward with their future yeah so I just found it so interesting when they were sharing how they also felt in this place maybe it's because they weren't in the right environment the right with the right people in the right place or something in life, you know, came to the surface, um, other things were affecting them with other people, they've been having relationships or friendships with that may even cause them to move out of these environments, to move out of these jobs, or move out of these, um, like, apartments or spaces, or having to move back home, or moving out, moving, like, having, leaving, like, leaving home, or moving out of this, mentality that um they may not know exactly who they are within themselves and kind of just having to feel as though not nostalgic like almost nostalgic in a way when you look back and you somehow feel like a sense of regret but obviously that there's nothing to regret it's just a lesson and knowing next time or moving forward you want different opportunities and these are the actions that you're now going to take in response to these um wants and desires and not needs like of course needs but working more towards from a place where you don't feel like you're operating from a place of lack but rather um moving forward where you find yourself having had experienced years for example in college where you didn't really get to explore more of who you who you are like a lot of us go through that and one person shared that with me and when she when this and when this individual shared this with me I really I really felt for this person because um I didn't really think that they thought that and it's like obviously we'll we'll never know what everybody's exactly thinking um my big thing all these years was always like never make assumptions about other people because you'll never know you'll never know why you'll never know the exact reasons as to why unless they share it with you and even when they do share it with you they might not be sharing it with you completely um but when they really do it's like really listen because perception versus reality is such a huge a huge topic um so with this person specifically um they were going through a lot during these years and I was there for them but um I didn't realize they didn't really know who they were or didn't have that I, that identity with themselves that perception of themselves because they found themselves in the um, like sometimes the right setting sometimes the wrong setting the, with the wrong person where now it's kind of just like a whole revelation. And I think that all of these different individuals that have been sharing this with me have been coming to these new re- re- like realizations and revelations within themselves with where they want to be next and where they meant to be moving forward. And even though they are in this secure and amazing place, um, they feel as though it's just not 
there's just so much more that can happen and I think this kind of just even though I'm unemployed I've been unemployed for a few months now I feel like even though I've been working on myself and like trying to do work here and there and been submitting myself for auditions like all the time like I like all of us are like this post-grad funk is like wanting or knowing that we could do more and kind of just bringing to the surface that uncertainty of like the future because we are so young and even if we're on this right environment or this path towards where we want to be it's just always changing that we need like that sense of security or grounding within ourselves um so what I'm saying is is like everybody was sharing this with me and I think that this post-grad funk or even if you didn't go through through college and saved your money and was smart but but anyway but um I feel like just during in our 20s like I mentioned in my last podcast with self-sabotage and Gary V mentioning like we have like five years we're so young we have all these years to really hustle and find and create our own ways that we put so much pressure on ourselves to meet the expectations or the perceptions and the ideas of what our reality should be manifested to be like tangible materialistic things that mean nothing like this image or all this pressure we put on ourselves to prove to like prove to ourselves something or feeling as though we deserve this when we do but we just have to put in the work to earn it and not being able to embrace that patience so um it was actually funny because after that last podcast, um, we've entered Mercury retrograde. So a lot of like repeated patterns come up, people in the past, like the universe trying to test you, kind of remind you like you've grown in areas where you need you need growth in, um, self-improvement, self-reflection, um, observe some thoughts sometimes to just let thoughts come and let them go. Like don't look too into them as often as other thoughts come up and you feel as though your intuition is saying, okay, this is something that I need to to further explore or these are events that are happening at the moment that I need to further address. Anyway, so I was, um, after that podcast release, um, I got my period. So, <laughs> so everything that followed, like, that podcast, like literally the entirety of last week, I had my period and oh my gosh, like I almost checked off everything on the list that I shared with as to how I self-sabotage myself and how a lot of us self-sabotage ourselves. Um, And it was crazy because I was in this like deep, deep, deep like funk where I was just like, like not necessarily, necessarily like depression, like what I do or experience when I am like in a deep depression but um it was just like me checking off everything on the list and being kind of aware of that but then also feeling as though um my body just couldn't keep up with these these time schedules that I was creating for myself that I've been keeping up with myself for a while um and then all of a sudden this week was just like okay 
no, <laughs> no to any of this. You're literally not going to get anything on this list done. And with my period and all of this self-sabotage I've been doing and a lot of a lot of the things I was checking off the list, I haven't done in like years. So it was just so funny how all in this one week, especially after this podcast, I was like self-sabotaging myself. My body was not feeling well. I had like cramps and all that jazz, of course, the usual, but I'm usually able to manage that. Um, and also like I couldn't like follow these like schedules and be productive and I felt like complete shit um and where that aligns with um kind of mercury retrograde is I find it to be a pattern of like really trying to understand how I can go about feeling and being productive and then kind of looking back and like saying to myself as I do with all of you guys and other people like really baby steps and go at your own pace and don't put all that pressure on yourself and like you are doing your best and there was something on Facebook that I'm I posted on my Instagram account where somebody said like like doing your best isn't like doing the most that you can do and as is in a total as a total like as a total of, total of the individual that you are it's it's doing the most and the best you can do given the circumstances you are in and feeling at the time. Um, so obviously we can accomplish a lot of things in our lives. We can do our best to do better. But during this week, I was just in this place where my best was genuinely just getting out of bed or genuinely just trying to like not even check off like anything on my list. Just like trying to go about my day and take care of myself and all that jazz and not put so much pressure on myself that I did do. So um, I think what I learned was that there were so many times I needed to have listened to my body to kind of just slow down and be okay with not having these timed schedules. Like, yes, I can fulfill them, but there are so many times when then I will like, I'll like, what's it called like doze off away from them and I think that looking at these schedules and obviously being productive and getting a lot of things done if it seems so packed and overwhelming the second my brain feels as though it's overwhelming and I can't do it knowing that I can do it because I've done it before like allows like my mind and my body to to not do any of it at all because it's overwhelming so I think that I've learned that I need to kind of condense these schedules or not be so um, anal about it with myself because I just make it I just kind of put all of these expectations onto myself on days where my body's literally screaming for me to just slow it down calm down like take a breather or um get you can get these major things done these things you need to get done these responsibilities like obviously like don't slack on them don't leave them to the side like the things you need to like get done just focus on those but don't make a list of everything else that needs to happen before in between or after so that you're just focused on what's the practicality behind it um so little things like that that kind of go into it but uh, what I'm saying is it's like Obviously, like, I'm not saying, like, slack off on your schedules. Do what you need to get done, but, um, allow yourself to have days where you don't put that pressure on yourselves and where you can kind of reschedule, but 
don't feel as though discouraged when you see through your calendar like this has been being this has been moved so many times maybe I need to pay more attention to giving a whole day to this even if it may seem just so minuscule like let's say if I was like putting off um putting off um with something like like putting off working out let's say I'm gonna like since I've been putting it off because I've been trying to integrate it into my schedule like even 10 minutes a day helps and such like that but I still can't find myself incorporating that in my days I'm just gonna set up a day where it's just focusing on like my body and working out and then see where I can build that up in my schedule whether it could be once a day giving a whole day to it um just trying to really listen to your bodies and listen to what's working and then what's not working and seeing what changes could be made to adjust and like better yourself so you're not being so hard on yourself you know so you're not blaming yourself so you have more um self-compassion that's the word self-compassion so I think this this past week has been like a big emphasis on like self-compassion and really trying to not put all the pressure on myself and trying to make changes like change what I feel as though may have been previous results to find myself as productive but may not be during this point in time so or at this moment in this present moment um so yeah I think that's like such a big thing so um yeah should I give you guys a period story I literally wrote down like (laughs) kind of like my whole process with my period in the years because I don't know why I thought that was relevant but with improv you kind of just go off of ideas branched off ideas so Anyway, the first thing I wrote was ketchup, (laughs) and it was because when I was really young, I wanted my period so bad, of course, like, what the fuck, Michelle, young Michelle, why the fuck did you want that, but, um, I wanted my period so bad because I felt like the second I would bleed from my vagina, the, (laughs) the second, I literally thought the second I bled from my vagina, um, I would be, like, treated like an adult, like, I would be treated the right way people would take me seriously I would have that freedom to make my own decisions go out and do things that I would want to do all of which obviously is a part of childhood traumas and other factors come into play but when it comes to like the general age of like obviously like there are limitations um like practical limitations because of my age at the time like I got it like the summer before I think like fifth grade or sixth grade so I got it really young um so I wanted it so bad I think like years prior to that um when I actually got it that I would squeeze like a whole ketchup bottle into the toilet and then I would start like screaming out of like enjoyment trying to like pull off this whole dramatic event that I finally got my period and I even like called my mom over and like my sister and I pointed in the toilet like saying oh my gosh I think that's blood I think I got my period and they, I don't know why, I don't know why they thought this, I mean, then again, I don't remember the age at the time, I just remember being really, really little, I, like, they literally just looked, and my mom was just like, no, you didn't, or, like, she didn't say anything, and just kind of continued on with her day, and I was kind of like, I felt like such shit, because I'm like, wow, they, they, they called my bullshit, <laughs> they called my bullshit, either they called my bullshit, or just didn't give a fuck that I got my period, and then had me questioning, wait, does my period really determine my freedom, <laughs> does my fucking bleeding ass vagina determine my my freedom so that's originally why I wanted my period so bad and then when obviously as we 
finally get it, we're like, what the fuck? I wish I didn't have to go through this. And for so many years, I would be on pads, and I never used Advil because I thought it would just always mess up your body. And then in high school, finally, I was introduced to Advil, and it saved literally my days when I felt like shit and like so much, in so much pain. And I was like, wow, all these years in middle school, I could have been using, I could have been like taking Advil and not be experiencing all of this pain and these positions I have to put myself in when I was like in school or had to present and I just like felt like shit or like like was just like oh it was just so like debilitating and excruciating so oh I can go back and remember those feelings of that intensity of like cramps oh god that was so bad and then your acne breaks out oh my acne was so bad um I'm still keeping up with my acne now because obviously in the last past week I had my period and I was stressed as fuck um and I was just like snacking on sugar barely getting any sleep uh, I literally had like barely a sleep schedule and this was like following kind of just I had sent in like my first real like self-tape audition and literally the day before like a lot like people in my life were coming to me and and like telling me like change your career and that really like fucked me up because it really hurt coming from like certain like family members that were telling like speaking to me about this and especially it happening the day before but you know I love my friends a lot of them are really encouraging and supportive and I've been saying like you know it's funny because usually that's what happens before something really great happens and I've been seeing 111 everywhere 1111 and then I started seeing like synchronicities in like 222 333 444 and I was like okay bitch okay universe I am I'm here to receive okay I'm showing up where are you where are you at show up for me so I can show up for you police because I don't know when the fuck this is going to happen and then during this time like even experiencing this post-grad type of funk in the most intense not even the most intense way I have been experiencing this the entirety of it and like different at different intensities but like at this point with this intensity and going through my period and self-sabotaging myself during this entirety of the week and then feeling self-doubt and like trying not to feel self-doubt I was just like really 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 stuck and this was actually during the this this specific week was during the time when all at least all of my friends and other people would strangers like would tell me where they are and how they feel this post-grad type of funk too which gave me even more perspective made me feel like I wasn't alone because they go through it as well even when I'm aware that they go through it I don't know the extent of how they go through with it because not many of them share it Every time I ask, that's the that's the most I would hear. But then hearing updates on it, it's like I have to either um, ask or wait till I see them next, or they'll share it in between. Um, so like in between days or hours, whenever it comes up, or they're ready to share it. So like, um, anyways, when they were all sharing it, I was like, God, oh my gosh, I'm in this funk even deeper, and I'm glad I'm not alone. But like. Like I said earlier, like, they're at a place at least that aligns towards it, but then they don't really know what's going to happen next, like, how I, where I am right now. So it's like, ooh, all this pressure. So, you know, my friends helped me out with that. I was helping myself, trying to listen to my intuition, trying to really understand it. And again, we're in retrograde and then listening to, like, kind of different insight from, like, all my friends what they would have to bring to the table because they all share like different perspectives and they're always very supportive where they're still they still never they still never try to drive me off of my path saying like don't do acting like kind of do something similar to it in the field or go somewhere else like they, they're they always in the in the mindset of 
no, I understand you and we're in the same place and this is what you want to do. So obviously I'm going to say something that's um, either going to be helpful to you, like ask what, what are your next steps or support you and give you advice on whereabouts you could go next that could bring you closer to where you want to be. So it's kind of like the people who came to me the day before my audition, I was just really pissed and hurt because I'm like, okay, if you're not, you're not helping me get closer to where I want to be, then I don't give a fuck about, then I don't give a shit about what you say. You can't really say anything right now, but it just hurts coming from certain people or just having to hear it all the time. Like I've heard it since I was a child, hence why I have to like actively change, like I said in the last podcast, my self-sabotage voice my inner voice that gives me that self-doubt that tells me I'm not good enough because that comes from all those outside voices that implemented that mindset or in in those voices in our heads so and obviously that can come from us too but like a lot of it comes from everybody who really influenced you and surrounded you growing up in your life so um because obviously as kids we're very impressionable so it's really where I where was I on this track with my period (laughs) I lost my track but um yeah so when everybody was sharing this um yeah how the fuck was this related to my period I was talking about Advil um Advil the pain all those years okay I lost my track but (laughs) the next thing I have on the, the timeline of my period, just general, not like I'm not diving deeper into like experiences with my period. Maybe if you guys want to hear about that or have specific questions and want to share your stories, let me know in my DMs. But, um, I, yeah, later on I was like trying out tampons and it was like, it literally changed my life. I had like, um, one of my supervisors when I used to work at a movie theater, literally like guide me and help me, which was what, like, honestly the most freeing experience ever because I didn't have to fucking like sit in my own blood um I just hated just having pads and just like uh worrying about it like showing like through my pants or something like that like I just hated it I just hated it even if it didn't show it just I just never was comfortable with it so it was nice to like know how to use tampons whereas now I'm really trying to use menstrual cups y'all if y'all have advice on this let me know because I have I have have two large menstrual cups and I haven't been able to use it because I just am so in so much pain every time I want to insert it and then they end up leaking and it's hard to adjust. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm not giving off so much blood to even have to put that in. So I don't know. I guess it's like prepping my vagina to be like open enough to fucking like put it in and leave it in there. So fuck. Anyways. <laughs> um... Yeah, good thing I checked off that explicit content suggestion um on for my podcast. So, anyway, I'm going <laughs> to Okay, so then anyway, so it kind of goes back into um the next thing on my timeline, having gone vegan, how that changed from my period, which I mentioned in my last podcast, just like how my cramps are a different experience. I feel a lot healthier. It's just very it's just very different. Um and my period has shortened so that, um, my cramps are still there, but I don't need to use Advil as much as I did before. Ooh, I'd be popping those pills and, like, nothing, but anyway, so, like, the, the acne, sleep, not, like, sleep bloating, so back from my periods, trying to do a timeline of that story, um, and into, like, self-sabotage, bitch, best believe, this all fucking, like, came to the surface, oh my gosh, my skin was so bad, um, and, I've, I, I, so I've been reading about the law of detachment and 
I don't know, I don't know, I'm not an expert on it, but, like, as far as I've learned from it and read about it, um, I definitely learned that, like, having that attachment to, like, security and just wanting to be stable and wanting to just know things and just be certain is the reason why we may not be able to manifest everything into fruition and that we need to practice detachment because obviously the intention and the desire they're both still there they're still living you know I was so afraid of canceling them out and blocking my blessings if I wasn't actively focusing giving my attention and attachment to that but your your intentions and desires are still there but detachment is so important because it's not about like intercepting them or cutting them off at all like it's not that that I was afraid of throughout this whole week it's genuinely just embracing not having that attachment and allowing yourself to embrace the unknown and be uncertain that uncertainty allows you to welcome in an infinite amount of possibilities that you're able to recognize around you than you would be if you went into any situation just attached to this one idea or this one outcome or these various outcomes if you did this one action or just focusing on your intention and desire so I'm, I'm slowly practicing the law of detachment um I was like in the city this past week so I was like in situations where I would just be very mindful and kind of just like step back and really observe my feelings my thoughts and be at a place where okay where could I where does it call where does this situation call for me to really be open to an infinite amount of possibilities and every time I felt like it was a yes I would allow myself to just sit in that and then later on things would just happen that I realized probably wouldn't have happened if I wasn't open to that um idea of detachment or just like submitting to that like just submitting to not like just allowing myself to be patient even also because I felt after reading this and going through my past week and then going into the city and my my friends giving me such great advice and like trying to be self-compassionate and patient and even though like I'm still going to be struggling with this I'm still going to be working with this but I felt that because of all of these people who came from a place that I do understand who, you know, who I've grown with and have um, put in my brain that you need that certainty or that known and this is the formula for it, but everybody has their different formulas and we're in a different time period than they were in to create and follow our own formulas and make a life for ourselves obviously within reason that embracing that uncertainty and that this law of detachment I just I just felt like I was never allowed to be patient with myself like I felt like I wasn't allowed to not be certain I wasn't allowed to be to, I wasn't allowed to embrace uncertainty and experience it I wasn't allowed to embrace the unknown I felt like I just wasn't allowed that I that's why I feel like I don't have the best patience with myself other people I have pretty good patience with I'm slowly getting impatient with certain people 
but that's more so just navigating like communication with people and voicing yourself and your boundaries and vice versa but um so basically I felt like because as a result of all of all of these factors and not being allowed to be uncertain I was I was taught not to be allowed to be patient with myself that I have grown to be impatient have anxiety as to what should happen in the future and if I can make that happen for myself and then just having oh oh my gosh myself being dug deeper into this grave of post-grad funk so that's what I'm focusing on at the moment um today has been really good I was able to kind of just go back onto my time schedule of what I've been able to do before um just kind of like at my own pace at my own hours like obviously I'm still going to schedule in things but let's say if I if I just have them done at like different hours in the day that I'm gonna be like okay with myself because I'm still gonna get it done without having that pressure instilled in my brain to think that oh this is so overwhelming can you get this done when you can so um yeah so on like today um this morning I went back to doing yoga because I haven't been keeping up with it of course because of this week especially with my period and like it was so funny because on yoga with Adrian day 13 she, she actually said, so it's funny how, like, alignment, divine timing, and all that jazz works, um, but she was, say, she said that, she actually said if, if you're having trouble coming back to the mat and showing up for yourselves, then think of her and her dog that shows up in some of the videos and the rest of the world joining in in this practice, because, guys, at the end of the day, this is all a practice, and the more practice we do, like I've said, like, I'm so different than I've been years ago or months before. And what's great about me having been taking, keeping track and making these schedules with my planner, I see the days where I, like, have drawbacks and what happened during those days that could have affected that or um, just being able to kind of see that I was in so many places where I felt like I couldn't get things done, but I always kept just moving and then I found myself doing these things and then getting things done even if they may not have been feeling like if even if I didn't feel great doing them when after it was just this great feeling of like wow I was able to actually do them despite my mindset before believing that I couldn't and I know that I have this to reference if I'm ever really 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 in a rut but I need to get shit done and just knowing that I was able to make it happen before and I can do this again and on days when I feel like I just can't pull through for myself it's okay just like let yourself just like do nothing that day do the best that you can do like get out of bed and such like that but um as long as you don't let that turn into bad habits and trying to work with your depression or anxiety or other mental health um illnesses that you may experience and trying to better yourself then you're going to be directing yourself in the right manner, in the right way, um, and of course, I can't really tell you what's, what's right or wrong, I'm only here to really guide you to see what really works with you, and try my best to give people insight and perspective, and empathy, and compassion, so that everybody is, like, guided in the right direction, but again, at the end of the day, you know your own body, you have your own intuition, during this retrograde, you see what patterns are coming up, you're maybe bothered by feelings and emotions, and sometimes things that don't matter because Mercury retrograde, 
I have to research more about it, but research it because sometimes it's just fucking with you and it has nothing to do with you or, you know, it's just fucking up. So it's trying to test you sometimes. So don't let it get to y'all sometimes. But if it does, it's okay. It's okay. Just explore it. Just explore and feel it. Just fucking embrace the suck. Embrace the funk. Um, just don't make it like every single day. Um, or even if it lasts for like a month like it did for me in January, like know that it too shall pass and that there was a point in time when you didn't think it would, but look at you now or look at you during the times when you'd be thriving and feeling great those days, you can feel that way again. You know that's possible and that's that's so just encouraging and a great place to start to get yourself out of this funk, even though you may know that you're going to return to it because, you know, like drawbacks will happen but that's totally okay listen to my self-sabotage podcast if I haven't dropped that enough during this one (laughs) during this episode um so yeah so um she also mentioned um in the yoga session just like let your thoughts be there let them just come to you and observe them but then let them go and bring it back to the sensations you're feeling with your body and your breath because you are worthy you are worthy to take up space and leave what needs to be left behind in order to make more space space slash room for new opportunities to enter. And this, again, goes back to the law of detachment. Um, and even if you feel in a place of fear, maybe even lacking... I've said uh, how many times I'm going to say in my last podcast episode, but in my last podcast episode, I like literally put on my vision board, like, um, oh, what's it called? Keep faith, not fear, um, or have, uh, have faith, not fear. Um, but regardless, go into it afraid because that's what courage is. Like do it anyways, do it with fear, do it afraid, um, because you rather have done it than have not done it at all. Um, so, yeah. So, be patient with yourselves. Um, we're all in this funk together. And, honestly, the more my friends and people have been sharing me this in different ways that they've been in this funk has just been pretty amazing. Um, not trying to, like, say that I'm glad they're in this funk. I'm not at all. I'm just saying it's nice when you feel as though you're not alone and everybody's I think like the at the end of the day at the end of the day as long as everybody's like being supportive and encouraging to push ourselves forward it's such a great I think healthy space um and I'm really grateful to be in this space and I have to give myself credit more but I do give I'm gonna give myself credit right now but I do give myself credit for actually eliminating people in my life that have not been healthy to be around and were able to like kind of push me forward in the right direction so I'm very grateful for being highly selective of who whose energies and all that jazz I allow within my um atmosphere within my environment within my vicinity so yeah so hopefully you guys have taken a lot from this episode and have learned from it and can implement some of these ideas yourselves um and yeah, so we're, you're not alone. I'm here. We're all here. And even on the yoga mat when she was like, remember, like I'm here. The rest of the world is here practicing this together. It just feels, it just feels more like possible and doable in a way. Um, so 
yeah, so hopefully I helped you guys out. Hopefully this improv version of an episode worked out where that one suggestion was postgrad funk and somehow it just going into my period and bleeding out of my vagina and then yoga and the detachment happening all united and like fell into union with each other like it all makes sense as I usually say in every episode but um that's another that's another thing with myself I what I my voice I'm practicing and I'm I believe in myself I trust myself that all of it will make sense and everything everything will connect because they usually do um and if not I'm open to feedback and yeah so uh, yeah that post-grad funk we still in it I'm still in it um I'm Ooh, 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 universe, I'm ready to receive, we're ready to receive, I can feel it coming, I've been feeling it too, like this great energy, like something's coming, like I can feel it, I can totally feel it, and I can feel the energy, like it's vibrating so high, guys, but it's not here yet, and I'm just like, ooh, when's it gonna happen, where should I go next, so, um, yeah, I'm gonna try to change my schedule up, do more things, that may help me um, get into the space and place I need to be in. So, yeah, I'm just going to start off by working with not self-sabotaging myself. And looking back on my um, previous week and just everything that I've been experiencing. So, uh, yeah, marking retrograde, trying to heal myself and improve. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, thanks again for listening to another episode of where the magic happens um my name is michelle and i stopped for a second to say um because i was just thinking of the fact that every time i edit this this podcast i'm just reminded that i really 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 want um some music some intro and outro music so i think i might i might get into that maybe like in this coming month or two um because i'm really really picky guys like i really need the right sound so hopefully um the universe will allow me to find somebody or I don't know it'll happen I can feel like it's gonna happen just like when when it's happy when it's ready um I'm all ears I'm all ears because I love music um so yeah anyway I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna um get back on track and yeah thanks again guys for listening where the magic happens and I'll see or listen to you guys And I'll be back with you guys next Tuesday. Bye, guys.